Thank you for being. Join Tim and Christina Madden, co-founders of Executive Career Upgrades on their podcast, The Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. As an executive in today's highly competitive job market, it can be tough to succeed. However, with Tim's nationally recognized career advice and Christina's mindset expertise, you can reach your full potential. Tune in to upgrade your career and get ahead of the competition. Oh, Excellent. Welcome to the Executive Group Upgrades Podcast with your host, Tim and Christina Madden. Hey, we're so excited to have you here today. Hey, if you don't know us, you should know us by now. We're on episode. It's our fault if you don't. Well, we're on episode 120. You you know who we are by now. They have to. But hey, if you don't, we help those right in their career get the job and money that they deserve, start the new job off right, right, get that new promotion as quickly as possible, and most importantly, right, make success easy which is one of, you want the red light behind us? I if, like if this light, You like the red? I think okay. the other one makes us look ghostly, guys. I had to adjust that. No problem. Hey, we go live each week inside the Executive Core Network. Christina just said, we are, man, 100 more members joined last week. That is wild. I've been tracking that. And so thank you for being here. If you're listening in the Executive Core Network, um, not only thank you for being here, but that group, the group, group is growing, you know, exponentially week over week. So just know if you're in there, new people are flooding in every week. Be sure to ask your questions, post your wins, engage in that group, get yourself known. Again, nobody is promoting you unless you are promoting you and nobody can create a good network, um, you know, the same way you can. So reach out, use yep. that group. We also stream over to LinkedIn and YouTube. We are monitoring the comments uh, over there on LinkedIn. We appreciate you all. And, and I'm live on Instagram. If you don't follow me on there, I am at the Christina Madden. I guess there's another with cool, the K. I guess there's another cool Christina Madden out there that took like at Christina Madden. So Christina with the K, the Christina Madden. Uh, and give me a follow over there. And this is one way that you can listen to me uh, live for the podcast each week and also follow our lifestyle content. Uh, and you can see how we're winning every day, how we make all of this happen between um you know, living. Do you want to talk about that? Uh, oh, go ahead. Do you, want, do you want to talk about that yet? How amazing our life is because we put in a lot of hard work. No, about how, what, where you were at yesterday. Where I was maybe at yesterday. Not, maybe spill a little bit of the beans, but not all the beans. Oh, that's on my special announcement list. Oh, it is? List. Okay. Well, we yeah. will get there soon. So stay tuned. Hey, we also upgrade or up, up, upload uh -huh. to everywhere on the internet. So do us a favor. Hey, it is one of our goals this year to be a top did we say top 50? Either way, hey, one of the top mm -hmm. podcasts on all things career, and we always bring great weekly topics to you. We have a great topic for you today. But first, hey, if you need help in your career, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Number two, if you want some resources in your career, right? How do I... How do I set up my Zoom backdrop, right, to be successful on my next interview? Some tips around getting your mind right a, and lots of other uh, resources to help you in your career. Go on over to execupgrades.com backslash resources. Christina, oh, wait, before we get into special, special announcements, I have an announcement too. We have in the ECU community, it is February 21st, we have been responsible for aiding in the assistance of 460 high-level interviews this year. Those are documented. So I always say add 25% on top of that. 
offers. We had 13 offers come in last week. We had, I don't know if you saw this in our Slack channel, the executive Brigade channel. There was a VP of marketing who got a 2.5 X increase on her salary. Amazing. 13 lives completely changed in more ways than one. You know, I, I don't talk about this a lot. I really, mm -hmm. really should. But, you know, our mission over here is to impact leaders, right? That impact organizations that impact other people. But further than that, more than that, for me, it's how does that impact families? Okay. How does that impact um, the family unit? Um, Elena Cardona is my mentor and she's kind of drilled that into me. How do you heal and restore the family unit? How do you impact children, young generations um, and communities? And so for me, when I hear about these offers, I'm like, how life-changing that must be because somebody's going to be out there reaching their goals, helping other people out there to reach their goals, reach their potential. Obviously the earning potential change. So what does that look like resource-wise for that family? And so that's what I get really, really, really excited about uh, when, when I talk about job offers. It's not about the job. It's not about the money. It's about the impact that it's going to have on that life, the quality of life and the people you know involved. I love that you said a couple things. You said like quality of life. Because when you say the word money, everyone's like, oh, money, you know? But when you say things like quality of life, mm -hmm. when you say things like resources, um, resources when you say th things like, hey, I can, you, you, you know, help my kid in college a little, right? Like get, get an education, take a little nicer vacation. I know people love to pay off debt. I like debt a little bit because I'm like, eh. Well, good debt, good debt, you good know, debt. leveraging money. But some people, you know, they want to pay off debt. They want to own their home. And as we know, guys, life isn't getting any less expensive. You can't argue that. That's just the facts. So are you in a job that's paying you your worth? And are you in a job that, you know, creates enough financial abundance that you can envision really, truly living a, a high quality lifestyle? All right, we need to get back on track. Okay. What is your special announcement? So I, I don't know how much you want to announce here. I'm curious on how much you want to know. I mean, I was going to let the cat all the way out of the bag. Okay. Okay. Well, so no one can go yet, but you can tell them about it. Nobody can go yet. Yeah, they can. Cause I'm going to give them my email. <laughs> Good idea. Okay. So, and I know we run this podcast kind of like, well, we're streaming live, right? So it's a bit like a talk show vibe to us. Um, but if you're listening the replay and most of you do, and it's probably like, come on, guys, get to the point. But just remember, we are streaming live and, and we have a lot to, uh, of announcements to get through. But you guys might have been on the podcast for the Success Unveiled Day Planner. You guys probably seen me pushing content out for that. And I got to really thinking, I'm like, Success Unveiled and teaching people how to live their best life and plan their day and celebrate their wins. I'm like, that's it. I'm turning Success Unveiled into a mastermind. And what that means is that Tim and I are holding our very first ever live event in the beautiful, sunny Punta Gorda uh, at an amazing venue and resort, Sunseekers. You may have heard of it. And what we're going to do is we have several speakers lined up for you. And I think I covered all the bases for everyone. So everything um, from sales, branding, marketing, finance, uh, mindset, um, having a winner's mindset, you know, people that have been responsible for building uh, large corporate teams, scaling large organizations, uh, and just overall leadership. And it'll be two days just jam-packed 
uh, presenting you with some really, really high quality content um, from some amazing thought leaders that have gone completely viral, people that are doing even better than you know Tim and I in some ways. And uh, I'm just really excited to bring that to you in our first ever live event. So with that being said, uh, yesterday I visited the site. I booked the most delicious food. I booked the biggest room with the mm -hmm. most awesome water view. And yes, hey, listen, I'm like, I selfishly am like now throwing this party for me. I'm mm -hmm. like, if you guys want to come, like, that's cool. But like, this party's for me now, right? So, um, that's why I love, I love, love, love live events. Like I get to grow my network. I get to be around you awesome people uh, and talk about the future. So if you are interested in joining us, email me at Christina at execupgrades.com. I will put you on the list to send you your information to book your ticket. There will be a VIP section with a, a nice fancy lunch and some extra perks. And there will be general admission tickets uh, with all the things. And you know, that's about as far as I'm going to go with announcements on it. Yeah. I'm really excited to see you guys out here this summer. It is for directors, VPs, executives. It's for entrepreneurs and intrapreneurs. It's for anyone and, who and for really wants to have, you know, Who's struggling with success? Yes, yeah, success. Be, 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 because you know, sometimes you can have success, and I know this is a lot of the people we work with. It's okay. I know a lot of people have success in their career, but sometimes struggle with success in other areas of their life. So that's one thing we want to put a big emphasis on too. You know, like you can have success in all the areas. Well, if I've learned one thing about people over the years is that people genuinely want to help other people. Absolutely. I mean, that's the number one thing I hear from people all the time. I want to help people. I want to help people. I want to help people. Well, you have to create a certain level of success and live that out before you really can do that. And so that is what is behind this event. How do we make sure you are successful in living out your greatest potential. So you can go out to the world and, and, and do that inside of your organizations that you run. Community. Um, Family. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. And you got to be in the right rooms. Like you have to be in close proximity of people that are doing better than you. If you even want to get close. That's what I'm to, doing tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to yeah. be around people that, well, on Friday, where they are you know, business owners that are already doing over a hundred million dollars and have large scale teams, because how can you get better without, I don't want to learn everything on my own. That sounds too difficult, but all right. Hey, let's get on track. Okay. So on the great topic of today, you, you do, you, do you, sorry, I'm tongue tied today. Would you like to our CEO? Do you know what he did? He went and worked out on a completely empty stomach. Yes, and so he's a little woozy. So if I just take over, that's why stick, stick with us. Um, okay. So building a resilient company culture really quick. And sorry, if you are on Instagram, I had to pause the live here to give you this amazing definition of the word resilient. So we've gotten pretty big on definitions over here. And I wanted to, I wanted to look it up and I'm right along with you here learning. Like I'm like, Oh, okay. What does resilient really mean? At least according to uh, chat GPT. Okay. The term resilient, guys, get this, refers to the ability of an individual, community, system, or organization to adapt, recover, and thrive in the face of adversity, challenges, and significant stressors. Resilience encompasses several key characteristics and capabilities. And I'm just going to name a couple because there was a long list. But of course, adaptability, resourcefulness, optimism, problem solving, emotional regulation, shameless plug, if you need help regulating your emotions. That's what my book is about, The Fearless Executive. 
uh, social support um, and and learning and and growth. And if you are on Instagram, you're looking probably right up my nose here as I read this. But guys, in the face of adversity, that was a really good definition. I love, I love that, that definition. definition. Yes, you're welcome. It was really good. Sorry, guys, I had to pause that and look up a definition. In the face of adversity. So this isn't just like, oh, this is going to be easy. Go out and be resilient and amazing and awesome and thrive in the perfect condition. That's not what it's about. It's That's about not the definition. Mm -hmm. That's what I is create. That's where so many people struggle. Let's start here. Because we're, we're talking about teams, right? But obviously it starts with ourselves. Because if we can't get ourselves right, how are we going to get our team right? Right. But I think that a lot of people always get confused on like what adversity means, what being resilient means, and what confidence means, because they're all very similar. And what it basically is, is doing things when you're scared or when it's difficult. And so many people... Imperfect conditions. Exactly. Know? So everyone always thinks, right? Like, I'll... Uh I'll do it when I feel like it. I'll do it when like things are easy, but that that's just not the way life works. Okay. So now we know the definition of resilient. Um, but really quick, I want to, I want to brag on ECU for a second, executive career upgrades. Tim and I have been building this company culture for years with the mm -hmm. help of many key leaders and many amazing team players and employees. Okay. And we have everything we need to build a great culture, right? Which is mission, core values, training, and all of that. But what has been most key in building a company culture that we know for a fact is great because we have great feedback and happy, thriving employees is creating an environment for people to come in and use their career as a vehicle to reach their personal, professional, and financial goals. End of story. Like, this could be controversial to some people, but to me, that's exactly what creates the kind of company culture that you want to have. So when we, when you talk to somebody here, it's like, Hey, like I get the kind of support here within my organization that I can't get from friends, probably most family, definitely not society, definitely not the news and social media. I know when I turn on my, well, many of them are remote. Well, they are, we are remote for the most part. Um, when I turn on that Zoom and I know I'm on a team meeting, I know I'm surrounded with other people that are working on the same mission and that have the same core values and have, you know, an environment of people who are personally interested and invested in um, me succeeding personally, professionally, and financially. We know that this is what you have to have to build a company culture. So when we have someone that comes in and they don't either stay due to personal reasons or maybe just didn't work out, we are flooded with emails that are like, this is the best place I've ever worked. I'm bragging. This has happened so many times. I'm, I'm bragging on us here for a second. It's like, Tim and Christina, oh my gosh, you changed my life. The atmosphere at ECU was so incredible. Um, and Executive Career Upgrades is ranked 512th fastest growing company in America. So unless there's another career consulting organization on that 512, I would venture to say the fastest growing career coaching mm -hmm. organization in the country. For sure after this year too, because I know we keep saying 512 this year. We will be top 200, but we just, it, it's based on last year's stuff and so we exploded, but we won't find out till August, but I'm going to just say we're a top 200. So the reason I'm bragging is so that when we go through this conversation, you understand the credibility 
that you have of the two leaders that you're talking to were personally responsible for building out one of the best cultures that I've ever seen. So it's magic. <laughs> that's what, that's where most people, you know, if you, if ladies and gentlemen, if you are taking notes on how to build a stronger company culture, one of the biggest things is don't hire someone just to do the thing. That's what most companies do. They hire someone and they focus solely on like, can they do the thing I need them to do? And that's like all they focus on. And then they get, you know, just a bad culture. That's why you really have to figure out because later, like, how do you motivate and inspire people? Well, you have to learn what's important to them. And most people, I do an okay, I think I do a good job. And then Christina always says, you know, she'll come in and talk to that person and say, did you know all of these things? And I'm like, geez, no, I didn't. Right. So it's crazy because it's like, if you don't know, we're talking about the PPF thing, right? The personal professional financial. It's like, if you don't know those things, how are you ever going to motivate your people? How are you ever going to inspire them? How well, are you like, going to retain? How are you going exactly, to retain? Like, why would you want to be a leader? Right. Who doesn't care about his people? So most people don't do this at the beginning in the hiring stage, which is leads to the huge problem in the first place. Because I'll tell you, we have this all the time where we are looking at people for our coaching and advising staff, for the sales team, marketing team or whatever, and they'll have the skills and they'll be pretty good. And then we'll ask them about their goals and their goals just completely don't align. And that's okay. There is nothing wrong with goals not aligning, right? Let that person go be successful somewhere else. Well, let me give you, let me give you an example. So maybe it's somebody who's like, Hey, you know, in the next six months, I really want to launch and build my own, you know, life coaching company, or you have a sales professional that's like, Oh, you know, I want to be taking sales calls on a beach and I want to do this or that. Um, great. I hope you do. Or the other one too. My main goal is I want to work for a private equity company in the next couple of years. I'm so like, how many of well, you go, actually, go would, work there. how many of you are actually interviewing for jobs that are like so unaligned with your goals? So then that means you're going to take a job. You're going to take a job. You're going to get into that job, which is going to lead to workplace toxicity, <clears throat> toxicity, because it's so unaligned with like how you want to live your life. So you have to be thinking about that too. That's how you pick a company culture. This is such a buzzword right now. Uh, Which it's so, but, but, like, but it's so difficult when you're in a scarcity mindset of money. I just keep getting rejection and I need money. And man, that that's like leaving an abusive relationship to like try to get into another abusive relationship like as quickly as possible. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, not so some people think it's a luxury to actually stop and think, hey, am I actually going to be happy in this environment? But hey, this took me years to understand. Like mm -hmm. I I just now in the last couple of years really have an understanding of what this truly means, like on the next level. Well, so. I'm glad you said that because I want to transition to so we said mission core values and PPF so important. And we said using ECU as a vehicle for growth. That's one thing. If you're trying to build a resilient company culture, you better be going somewhere. You better be going somewhere. Because why would good people stay around you if they don't continually see progress towards the mission? Why would they do that? Right? So one of my main jobs as CEO here is to keep everyone motivated and inspired while we're on the rocket ship trying to build it, right? Telling people where we're going. 
Who wants to do the same thing every day for five years, right? No one. They want to be promoted. Well, what do we have to do? Hey, the company has to hit certain targets, do certain things, bring new products to market for this to happen, right? So if you're trying to build this resilient company culture, this great culture of people overcoming adversity, being happy about it, hey, you better be able to tell these people where you're going, why the mission is important, and you better remind them frequently, especially when stuff is not ideal. Because here's the funny thing. Everyone thinks, hey, well, when stuff slows down, we'll do X. Oh my gosh. But How the reality is that? <laughs> when you get to X, dude, you're gonna you're gonna be three times as busy. Yeah. Which I was gonna have you talk about. Um hmm. so some of you might need to have like a difficult conversation with yourself because if you're not somebody that people want to follow and you're not creating the vision for that and the growth map for that, your, your, your culture is going to struggle. So Absolutely. If, I keep our CEO on track over here. So your next page, I'm going to ask Tim specifically to talk about um, extreme ownership and mm -hmm. taking massive action and really having a difficult, like looking at yourself in the mirror um, around leadership because he's done that and done some really deep work on that over the last two years with his, um, you know, leadership mentor, who by the way is trained by John Maxwell himself. So mm -hmm. this, this right here, a lot of what you hear from us is straight out of John Maxwell's amazing leadership brain. So if it sounds familiar, that's why. <laughs> yeah. So as a leader, everything's your fault. You can't, it's, you can sit there and complain about the people, complain about the process, complain about this. But in, in reality, it's your fault. There's just something and I'm still learning. Right. One of the things I was on our leadership call, you know, with with, with my mentor and other business owners a couple of days ago, and they just said, so maybe this will help you. This is your one golden nugget while we're here. It said, yeah, if you if you are always busy, OK and you haven't delegated certain things to your team, it's your fault because if there was a simple process that was in place, you would feel comfortable passing it off to your team because then no one could mess it up. Does that make sense? But as leaders, a lot of people just say, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy, right? And therefore you don't you know, allow other people in your organization to take on increased responsibility and therefore you never get anywhere. Right? So one of the things about this extreme ownership thing is you have to, right? Each day, each and every day, right? You have to say, just like my man, Grant Cardone says, if it is to be, it's up to me. How am I going to motivate these people? How am I going to get these people on the right track? How am I going to get these people to overcome the adversity that they're going to have to overcome? Maybe you're a VP of customer success. You're dealing with customer success managers that deal with challenging or difficult clients at times, right? Or maybe you're, you're in a different department, okay? But as the leader, you have to say, you're the one who controls the department, right? And one of the things that people don't do man, I'm so excited to learn more. And I have to share a recent, um, there's all these laws, right? This new famous law I learned, there was five of them. It said, 
with knowledge and intelligence, right? Knowledge and intelligence makes a lot of, makes life a lot easier, right? So one of the problems as leaders is when you get promoted in the role, you just get to doing, right? And you stop like self-development of yourself. You stop reinstating those leadership tactics and strategies that you learned previously. You stop learning new ones. And then this turmoil happens, right? So a part of extreme ownership for your company to make sure you have a good culture, to make sure it's resilient, is you need to be learning every day. Good news, it only has to be 10 or 15 minutes a day. You don't have to go crazy. But if you don't do that, it's going to be very challenging for you as a leader. And one of the things that upsets me so much is when I talk to other business leaders and they're just like complaining about their team. Mm -hmm. complaining about the process. And I'm like, yo, like, aren't you in charge? <laughs> Which by the way, guys, is so easy to do, right? Yeah. That That's a lot of people's default behavior. I'm guilty of that. Sometimes we all are. But at the end of the day, the only way to correct that is with yourself. Why most people fail? Because they stop the continual development or really never start. They've just been promoted throughout the years and they don't ever talk about optimization. They don't put processes in place. They don't put systems in place. And then they wonder why they have this bad culture where no one knows what's going on. There's disorganization. No one cares about my goals. No one cares about any of that stuff. And then, and then corporate America, right? Businesses wonder why good people leave. My son's school, I was talking to one of his um, teachers the other day who I think I'm going to, I'm going to recruit him on over as a, mm -hmm. not a nanny, but a manny. But he was talking about, and I love this school, by the way, and they're very data driven, which is kind of what Tim is talking about. But he's like, you know, I loved working there. He, ha he had to do some stuff with some continued education, but he's like, man, I loved working there because it was so organized and there was a you know process for everything. No matter who you talked to, they had the same answer for things. There wasn't like all these different philosophies, and you know. Um, so just to piggyback off what what Tim is saying, like your your employees really thrive when there's um, really clear direction. So what have we talked about so far? We've talked about what resilient actually means, which is being able to thrive among you know truly adverse situations, adversity. Um, we know that you need a clear mission. You need a way to, you know, uh, clearly communicate that mission. This isn't just a statement on a website. This is what everybody must be excited about every day in order to thrive. We have core values. And if you are the leader of the company or inside of the company, you pretty much have to be willing to live and die by those core values and be a walking, breathing example of those core values for people to be excited about following you. We know about massive action. We know about taking a hard look at yourself and are you happy with the leader you are? And we know about um, processes, systems, and optimization. That's where we are so far. Now, next, I wanted to talk about um, some other things that you want to implement in order to build out a company culture that can be resilient um, for the long term. Well, I just want to say one thing before you go in there. Is that okay? Yeah. The good news is this, while a lot of these things are challenging, right? It's the only way to get better. You know, when the good news is if you're dealing with, so what I don't want you to do is if you see all this stuff and you're like, oh man, I don't know my people's goals. I have, I'm taking a hard look at myself right now and I'm not happy and all these things. Just think about this. There's two ways to look at it. One way is 
oh man, there's so much stuff going wrong. Don't look at it that way. Look at it like this. Hey, look at how much opportunity there is of once I implement some of these things, like how much better things are going to be inside the organization. Well, I always tell everyone I know, and, and especially our clients, you only have two choices of what to think about situations. It's fear, scarcity and overwhelm, or get excited. Okay. So <laughs> first of all, which one sounds more fun and which one sounds like a state that you're actually going to get some things done in. So Tim has to actually, my default, that's why I wrote a whole frigging book about it because my default my default is to immediately go into overwhelm. I go into all the ways it can go wrong. I mean, ask Tim, he lives with me. Um, and so he has to constantly be a reminder of me for that. But you'll quickly find once you start working on your mindset about this stuff um, and choose excitement over fear. Mm -hmm. Now you wanted to go into more tactics and strategies, but you were about to skip over this amazing other definition. You said building a resilient company culture right involves creating an environment where employees feel supported mm. empowered and able to adapt the challenges and changes effectively that's the problem though yep so many people you uh, know not, they're, not, they're, not changes they're not... challenges adapt to challenges oh, yeah. so that's really what we're focused Ch on Ch challenges and changes yeah so, so when you, I'm sorry. Go ahead. When you hear this topic, building a resilient company culture, again, I am sure most people's mind goes to, oh, it's the rah-rah and it's the fun yeah. and it's the joy of company. You know, this, this word culture also is so overused. Like people think it's this like foo-foo, woo-woo thing. And it's like support and empower your people. That's yeah, what they want. Because if you are scaling and you are growing and you are making an impact, you undoubtedly are going to face major challenges. So what is your armor against that? And it's, it's to obviously be resilient and have a strong culture. So fostering open communication. Let's kick this off. We have a couple other bullet points. Those first ones are like what we do over here to make sure we are thriving. Um, oh, and then using the... Um, using the, the work environment to reach your personal, professional, financial goals. That is always what moves our needle forward. Wouldn't you agree? Like that's what well, it's just people, people. Yeah. Because you need people and you need them excited and they need to be able to follow you and they need to be crushing it personally, professionally, and financially, or they aren't going to stay with you. So now let's shift gears for a second. If you own an organization or you're, or you're a leader or you're a chief people officer or CEO or director of whatever, if these people aren't going to follow you, you aren't going to have a department. So um, fostering open communication. We have a core value here, transparency, and that's really what that means to us. So we're, we're really big on that, um, opening the lines of communication and being bold and transparent with each other. Um, anything you want to say on that, Tim? It's just in the military, we say just like open door policy, right? Of like, no matter who you are, you could always go talk to the commander of the unit, the commander of the upper echelon, right? And you could always, if you wanted to, I mean, like, pick your battle wisely, right? Like when you're walking into like the, the general's office or something. But, you know, it is a good thing that like, it lets you know that, hey, these are people too, obviously. But having specifically what you're talking about, yeah, it's super important. If employees have problems, right, they want, you need to create an environment where they want to come and tell you. Whether I won't get into well, all we of were the on reasons. a team meeting the other day and I was like, hey guys, 
I haven't been able to make it to every single one of these team syncs by, by a long shot here recently. I'm like, but you know, I'm just one click away, one email mm-hmm. away, one phone call away. And I got quite a bit of response from that. And some things were like, how, what tips do you have for me to better manage my time personally? There were some things around, Hey, how would you handle this? Or, Hey, can I get your book? Like people want, they genuinely want to get better but like, are you the person to be able to help them do that? And that's my next point is leading by example. So you want to, you want to have your open door policy. You want people to be able to communicate with you, um, without being judged and without being punished and without being, you know, some type of way. Why'd you go to the SVP? Why'd you go to the SVP? Oh, oh, oh yeah. Um, so leading by example. So this, this comes down to modeling positive behaviors. I know this is just a reiteration of do you, are you somebody that people want to follow? But what do your behaviors look like? Because Tim and I have been talking about uh, talking this week about like people have got to stop focusing on results and outcomes, mm-hmm. and f- because you don't get results and outcomes by focusing on results and outcomes, you get results and outcomes by focusing on the behaviors that it takes to get there. Mm-hmm. And so you have to have your personal habits dialed in to something that you can, I'm not, I'm not here to tell people how to live their life, but you have to at least be proud of your own habits and you have to be dialed into feeling really good. And then being really serious about like, is this, is how I'm living my life a good example for my team? Cause if not, Hey, you're, you're probably still going to get paid. You're still going to have a job, go ahead. But like, you're not making lasting change and you're definitely not positively impacting a resilient company culture. And you're definitely not positively, positively impacting someone's um, life if you're not modeling great behavior. Well, the other thing I wanted to add, which is super important if you're a leader in an organization right now, is you basically said, you're right. So I want to take it a step further and then we'll move on to the next one. She said, the only thing that matters are some of those results, right? Like you have to stay focused on the results, right? Because how did you word it specifically? Because I'm going to, I wanted to go on. I want to make sure that okay. I get the words. So we all know if you're running a sales department, numbers and outcomes matter. We yeah. all know that. But what I'm saying is if you get up every day and you're only thinking about, oh my God, we have to sell a million dollars worth of products this month. And you mm-hmm. keep thinking, oh my God, gotta do this. Gotta do this. Yeah. You're not actually uh, getting any closer to the goal. Oh, got it. So you said absolutely focus on the habits, the, habits, the yeah. hard work and what you need to do every day. But I want to take that a step further. Okay. Only the results matter though, right? You want the result, but now you have to, how am I going to get there? Having my habits and routines and Mm -hmm. my action, but some, you will get there. Like it's almost inevitable. It's almost inevitable that you are going to get the outcome that you want. If you're managing your thoughts, your emotions, your actions, and your habits, and you're moving forward with what it takes to get there. I completely agree. It's, it's inevitable. I'm living it. Like I'm, I'm literally living out what that means personally, professionally, and financially. Like I'm in the middle of it. I'm going, holy shit. Like I actually did this, but it, <laughs> this is so funny because I've heard people say this in the past, really big thought leaders like Elena Cardona. I've heard her say stuff like this before. And I, I used to think to myself, Oh, she's just lucky and and beautiful and, you know, grants this amazing powerhouse and she has him and she's got, you know, and I used to literally think that, oh my gosh, this must have been left up to some sort of sheer luck 
or whatever, when I would hear her talk, like how I'm talking right now, but she was telling the truth, which is focusing on living out who you need to be in order to create the thing. This is our favorite topic, by the way, and we're going off on a little tangent. Let so me let's go to the next one. Let me dial this in. Is... Lead by example. Lead by example. Yeah. You don't want to be a crappy person because people don't want to follow crappy freaking people. And you don't want to feel like crap. So exactly. <laughs> put it really simply. Hey, did, did, this is something I'm not really good at. I know that uh -oh. Christina is really good at is celebrating success and hey, milestones. Because typically when we reach something, whether it's in my personal life or the business, I'm like, we reached it. Hey, we got the big award out there. Look, we unpackaged it. We got a video, right? Ah, it's kind of like it's kind of like ha how I did with like my my undergrad degree. And let me know in the comments if this is you. I didn't go to the graduation, right? I got mailed my degree from Purdue. I opened it and I was like, like, haha. Nice. I, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit. No, because no, I you look order, at that. You order our, you you literally every time we have a milestone, you're the first one to order the all the stuff so we can display it all. My my planner comes out. You're already sending me the link. You got it ordered you um the other day maybe i am like we went to the ink 5000 gala so he made sure to get me this beautiful canvas art of my favorite photo like he's not giving himself enough credit maybe i'm just comparing myself to you which is what i shouldn't do because when she has success it's like hey, a big dance party i got balloons right? in yeah get, she brings in balloons and and he, does everything i think i think he celebrates it's just in a maybe different i just celebrate like amanda's you just in a different way yeah but hey, either way, celebrate with your people, get them involved in. This is one thing, you know, even ECU we're trying to work on right now, you know, me and Robert is how can we, you know, we do celebrate the successes and the milestones, but the other in part is the employee thing. And maybe that's just one of the things of being a good leader, because we take company trips. We, we do all these things, right? But you cannot not celebrate your people. Mm -hmm. It's so important. I was watching Natalie Dawson last night. She's she's the co-founder and president of uh, Cardone Ventures, which has grown and scaled scaled like faster than any company I know of. And she last night took her team out to get uh, pedicures. Mm -hmm. And then she went home and she was like, man, she's like back when it was like 20, 30, 40, even 50 people, we were doing stuff like that all the time. But then when you put your foot on the gas and you're scaling it, just you forget. You can't take 200 people to get a pedicure with you at the salon. Well, these are her key leaders oh, okay. and they're just so busy so, and she's yeah. traveling so much. They don't, they don't pause to do that stuff very often. And she was able to connect with them in a different way. So put something in place or get some help. Hey, I don't know if you guys know this, but we just launched a leadership and development program, by the way. So even if you got the job, you don't need the job. We teach people how to thrive within the job and to put all of this in place. So everything that you're talking that we're talking about, if you're specifically struggling with this or you're a CEO and you want to send your SVP through something that will help them put all of this in place. How to make success easier for you, your team. In invest in your people. Building a resilient uh, company culture includes investing in your people, mm -hmm. getting them training. Come on. We just made a massive investment for our people with training with the, the university. Yeah. And that's, that's it. to get everybody on the same page for mm -hmm. two to five minutes a day training, because if you're not training on something at this point, we didn't even care what was in it. We're, we love this company, but we're like, who cares? We just need everybody on the same page watching something every day, because if you're not training, if you're not building that muscle, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah.
well, that's the next thing. Start and optimize. So many people, here's what they'll do. Ready? This got me so this, fired up. This is executives in the company. We need to train our people. Let's find, let's spend the next six months finding the best training program that's specifically for our company. It's like, dude, you're never going to get it started. I used to do that. I used to be that person. Hook up with something now and then go through it. Man, we our sales team has went through so many trainings, right? We're sending our some of our coaching team through some trainings. Our marketing team has been through some trainings as you well. You and I never stopped training. They went through to some conferences. We got another conference coming up. That's going to be exciting. I'm putting on a conference. You're putting on a conference. <laughs> Woo, baby. How are we even doing all this? Okay. Um, encouraging collaboration and teamwork. Obviously, what can you do? Oh, hey, to facilitate? if you want, we just had a Facebook comment. If you want um, some information on the leadership and development program, email Tim at execupgrades.com. I will get you that information. Yeah. If you have any questions about any of our products that help you implement what we're talking about, uh, shoot him an email or me. Uh, okay. So promoting teamwork and collaboration. I know that sounds like common sense. But especially in this remote culture, it seems like people are, you know, really struggling with that. I think actually there's some sort of statistic here recently that was like, hey, if you don't want to come back to work and come back into the office, you're well, done. Well, tell me about that. What was that? I want to. Because we need teamwork and collaboration. So I think organizations are like starting to understand that. Well, yeah, I, I, I talked about that. I actually posted something. It's on CNBC. Executives around the country at the largest companies are saying come back to the office and 90% of them will be on site. And they've actually, since a lot of them are doing reduction in forces, right? Since they're doing a reduction in force, they're saying, oh, well, those people aren't coming back. So now we're going to restructure our company with the people that want to come back to the office. So I know we got a lot of people upset about this. We won't go into that, but you can go check that out on CNBC did a study, right? That says 90% of companies will be in office by the end of 2024. But the thing I wanted to talk to you about because that could be its own subject. <laughs> when she's talking about encouraging team members, right, for just um, collaboration, knowledge sharing, I do want to add one more thing. The standard. What is the standard in your company? What is the standards of your people? Because my mentor taught me, right, copyright, Cardone Ventures, love you guys, <laughs> right? They talk to us about me leadership, we leadership, and us leadership. And here's what me leadership is. It's like, Hey, I'm an effective leader. I'm going to hold everyone accountable. So, so Christina will give her an example because she has she she has something at Executive Upgrades where hey, if you're on Zoom, you look professional, and behind you looks professional as well because that's important for us, our brand, and uh, a positive, welcoming thing for our clients, right? So non-negotiable. So the me leadership part when you talk about cross-functional teams is she's the one enforcing all those standards all the time. Now, hopefully we can get to we leadership, which is the next stage, which is basically Christina manages a couple leaders and then the leaders enforce it. So Christina doesn't have to anymore. Right. But then where you really want to get with this whole team collaboration standards thing is us leadership and literally almost no company gets there. Mm. Do you know what Brandon talks to me about? You know what us leadership is? Dude, this is the company you want. Everybody holds everybody accountable. Uh, imagine sound imagine a company like that where everyone wants to work together, man. Everyone wants to motivate and inspire people. You don't have any negative 
people on your team and everyone, man, mm. helps everyone out. I would say, you know, there's a lot. Imagine of walking. That's crazy. Less than 1% of businesses. Less, way but, less but than 1%. But you do know what's probably getting in the way of that. And I mm -hmm. think we do a pretty good job of of this here. I mean, we we really have a great team. But ego, ego is what gets in the way of of this and right How like can you get better with an ego you're not get, like nobody's going to get further than me leadership i could do this all on my own you're going to listen to me 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 this is what i think that's what you're going to do shut up you know if you uh, those are red flags like I'm, many of you listening are probably working for somebody like that but or just left but guess what you can't grow you can't effectively grow that way and be resilient by any means that way um, it takes people a long time to learn that you need people and you need to know how to lead people in order to grow and scale and thrive and be resilient. And that's why we put together this leadership and this leadership mastery program, because I have invested just through time, everything throughout, you know, mentors, books, seminars. There's so many important concepts of leadership that a, a lot of people know a couple but unless you know all of these, it's going to make success so hard, right? And I'm still learning as well, right? Because then you get into all these advanced strategies and then you talk about large, large companies and everything gets complicated. But who's a good example? Chick-fil-A is a great example of this, right? Yeah. Uh, well, they're more of a good example of like structure and process. And training. I don't know. They're all freaking excited. And so if you want your employees excited, boy. Model Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Ooh. But no, what's another one um, that we talked about? Oh, I won't go down this route. It was the yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. Provide clear goals and expectations. We kind of covered this, which is really, you know, as a leader, where are you going, man? Where's your company going? And if you're working for a big company, you don't have to talk about where IBM's going. Where is your department going, right? What is your department's target? What is your department's mission? right? Like how can we reach it? So one of the reasons why company cultures struggle so much is they don't have a daily set target of like, Hey, what's the target this month? So, yeah, you know, developing those KPIs in every department, which is something I'm still working on here at executive prep grades, right? Oh, by the way, it's our least favorite thing. Hey, welcome to leadership, right? <laughs> I am not a big process guy, right? But it's literally so important right? Because how do you, you know, you know, everyone wants to know how they can succeed, right? How does a video editor succeed? Right? How do you KPI them? What about someone who's a, you know, some things are hard to really put some metrics on, right? But it's super important because if you can't put metrics on people, how can you hold them accountable? How can you make sure they're doing a good job? How do you know if they're doing a poor job, a great job? It's easy in say sales, right? Or customer service fielding calls, but everything else, it can get sometimes a little difficult. Sustainability. Yeah. Okay. I have to give us a little bit of a warning here. I am headed to our executive mindset strategy session with our clients uh, over at uh, my Zoom room at 1 p.m. Eastern. For anybody listening to there, you better head on over there. Um, and Hey, listen, if you guys have been following me for a while, Christina Madden, if you ever thought, hmm, I could use a weekly mindset session with her in my career, head on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast, book a call with our team. Um, be sure to get, you know, to this event this June. Mm -hmm. um, get yep. on the calendar for More a call. 
uh, get on the calendar for a call with our team to learn about products and services around growing in your career, landing the job that you want if you're currently in a job search, and further than that, developing your leadership skills um, with our uh, leadership and development program. So, hey, if you need more resources in your career, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash resource. Lots of good, great stuff on there. Believe I uh, put a guide up, something five lessons of leadership, uh, a couple page ebook that I know you'll find that very in interesting as well. And my email, just again, uh, if you haven't been here the whole time, is Christina with a K at execupgrades.com. And we will see you guys next Wednesday, 12 p.m. Eastern. Have a good day. Have a great day, everyone.